God gave men brains larger than dogs so they wouldn't hump women's legs at cocktail parties. Whoa, this isn't woodshop class? <laughs> Back to the Bean Dub Podcast. I'm feeling woozy, yeah. Wrong about that one. That My name not is Seth. This movie. Close. My name is Seth, and with <laughs> me, as always, is Laura and <laughs> AFK Doritos. Huh? AFK Doritos? Yeah. AFK means away from keyboard. Okay. Yeah. God damn it. It's it's, ha- it's <laughs> hacking. It's not. I know. <laughs> Sue me. Games. Sue me. AFK Dorito sounds funny, okay? What does Fuck. AFK stand for? Away, Away from, from keyboard. keyboard. Really? More of a gaming thing than a hacking thing, obviously, but <laughs> fuck it, whatever. But like computers. computers. Yeah, it's, it's my extent of knowledge with computers is way more on the gaming side than it is anywhere near actual hacking. No, but AFK would specifically... AFK. Like... Be for PC games. Nobody's using a fucking keyboard for any games today. Well, a lot of people still play computer games. There's also some console games that are mouse and keyboard compatible. Mm-hmm. If you really wanted to play keyboard and mouse, but you couldn't afford an actual PC and just had a console, you could still do it that way. But AFK is more just become known as like, uh, I'll be back in a minute or be right back kind of thing. Okay. It's just kind of what it mutated to. Well, here at the Bean Dub Podcast. <laughs> I thought you were getting ready for another fucking bump. That's why I was waiting for it. Yes, science, bitch. Yes. Here at the Bean Dub Podcast, we don't usually do what we're doing this month. And this month was supposed to be last month. And everything has been pretty inconsistent regardless. It is what it is. Keep saying it's going to get easier at work and it doesn't. I have no time. I have no free time. Yep. It, it is what it is. You just need to teach Bruce how to edit. He has more free time than both of us. Uh, for now. It's something you have to dedicate a lot of time to. And <coughs> I don't want anybody to do that who's going to be able to consistently doing it without hating themselves for doing it. <laughs> so you just hate yourself? Will you keep doing it? No, I still like the product that comes out of it, but it's going to feel like a job for someone who really doesn't like doing it. You hate doing it. I don't hate doing it. I just need time to do it. I never have time to do it. That's okay. the issue. You just hate the amount of time it takes to do it. Yeah. That's I mean, you're fair. Ve- you're very good. That's fair. Yeah. You're very good at it. Thank you. Everything always <laughs> comes out. It does come out really good. Very, yeah, it's, very uh, good. Yes, thank you. I don't remember what I was saying before. So, this month is a little bit different. We're all covering our our favorite movies. We've already covered my favorite movie of all time, which was Kung Pao Enter the Fist. We covered Bruce's somewhat favorite movie, which has not aged very well. And it's <laughs> Waiting. I still like it. It's still oh, I still like movie. it, too. Still but <laughs> A lot of people who are PC by today's standards. They ain't going to like that shit at all. They don't like that at all. <laughs> And uh, today, we are discussing Laura's favorite movie of all time, Hackers, from 1995. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Starring the very infamous Lils himself. Oh, Matthew Matthew (laughs) Lillard. The Lils. 
The Lills. Yes. Johnny Lills. Nobody on that cast is more <laughs> famous than Matthew Lillard. Really? <laughs> Shut up. I mean, you know that uh, Angelina girl? She did okay. Yeah. Yeah. She she kind of fell off after this movie. What's her last name? Jolly? Angelina Jolly? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. I think, yeah. I think she made it up the ranks because she married a few like famous people. You know, whatever. She, <laughs> I don't know what she's doing now. Raising like fifteen oh, uh, children, <laughs> fifteen adopted children. With her, with her. We hear bond. you, huh? The Who's Bond Braid Pete. <laughs> no, they're not together anymore. They're not. No. Well, it's still the Braid Pete. That's yeah. where most of the kids were. Yeah. No, they had one kid together. All the other kids are adopted. No, I know. Yeah, but that, that's all the all the kids that were adopted were during their relationship. Yes, yes yeah, yes. that's what I was getting at. Okay. Um, but before we get to that, we are going to talk about our weeks, which have been several at this point between uh, recordings. So let's get into that. How has everybody's weeks been? Thank you, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> As usual, not that super exciting. Just like stressful because Grayson begs to differ. Stressful. No. Pretty busy. <laughs> Grayson. Um, yeah, I don't know. My weeks have kind of been like up and down. Like work, work-wise, it's just it's always fucking ups and downs. And even when you think it's like gonna be a regular, like normal week, okay, this day is gonna be fine because this is a slow time. Oh, well, no, that's when they're gonna dump all the fucking procedure changes and mm-hmm. all the extra shit that you have to do on the same time. So it's like, no matter what, whether you're busy or not, it's like, it doesn't ever really feel like my workload changes. Mm-hmm. My stress level shifts slightly, but I'm more stressed when we're not busy. I'm stressed leading up to the busy, but like once I have everything planned out, it's like a breeze because I live in that environment. Like when it's busy, like that's when everything's good. And like when we're slow, that's when it's like, oh, like yeah. we got cut people, we got duels. Like it's, it's really, I hate that part. I wish they could just be nice, even level all the time. <laughs> that's not how management works. Nah. <laughs> Well, and that's why I hate it. Do you have anything fun outside of work that you did? Um, yeah, we went to Fright Fest. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in between that. I don't remember when we went exactly. And before that, we went... Shooting guns for Bruce's birthday. No, well, oh, guns. sorry, not shooting guns. <laughs> Throwing axes. That was last year. And smashing shit. What's Axe throwing in a, a rage, rage room. room. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fucking fun. So I really I really liked the environment there, though. It was super chill. Yeah, it was. It was fucking axe throwing came down to literally the last fucking throw for a tie. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You guys are so close. And we did get a, a video of you, like, tossing a bullseye at the end of it, too. Yeah. After our time yeah. was concluded, so. Yep. If you wanted to count that, you still beat me. Nah, that wasn't part of the game. That wasn't agreed upon. That's not fair. It was your birthday, so... You yeah, but nah. I'm not going to take a cheap win. <laughs> uh, well, 
I'm going to avoid all of the bullshit about me working way too much and say that we, Laura and I, at least, we went to watch a lot of movies in the theaters um, since we all had our birthdays this month. Mm-hmm. Laura and I went to watch Trick or Treat on Halloween, which was great. We got D-Box seats for that, which, if you don't know what that is, it just kind of like vibrates and shakes anytime anything nice. on screen. It also moves with the screen if it's like panning down or left or right it's a lot more immersive it's pretty trippy especially when you bring a flask to the show (laughs) yeah and all of a sudden it's like okay then don't let Cinemark know Uh, we also saw uh, Top Gun Maverick before it left which was way better than the original movie oh my god that movie (laughs) was so good did even you see for its it? runtime. Yeah, okay, man. Even for its runtime, man, that movie was so good. And after seeing Trick or Treat in the D box, good lord, if we could have seen Top Gun in D box, <laughs> we would have lost our shit. That you was so you thrown up. <laughs> intense. It was like you were in a fucking video game. Yeah, that, that makes sense. The though. majority of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. We saw Terrifier 2, which was just real fucked up disgusting yeah <laughs> but but good like i am right now <laughs> yeah. i'm real good fucked up right now mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm, brother <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and yeah like like laura mentioned we went to six flags for their uh, fright fest that was pretty fun but way too much people way too many people way too much fucking traffic uh-huh. way too too long for a lot of things, even though we got fast pass. It was we just... still got to do everything. And the, the, oh, the worst thing is you don't know where the fuck anything is. No. And the park is so goddamn massive. Our feet hurt so much. Yeah. I think we made like 20,000 steps by the end of the night, and we just circled the fucking entire And that was after we both flames. worked. Yeah. yeah. It was too much. For seeming like a small park, it's really not. No. It's not. It's so much. I think the bad thing is that the signage is just shit. Like, if you're going to shut down the park and it's Fright Fest and it's, like, nighttime stuff, like, you need some, like, brightly lit signs sending people where they need to go. You have this map and the map is just so fucking vague because all it is is just, like, cartoonish designs of, like, the rides and shit. But, like, when you're walking up, it should be more relatable from someone walking through the park versus an aerial view, you know? Yeah. Like, I understand yeah. the aerial side, but, yeah. like, it should just be more easy to follow. We we tried to get to the guest services, like, three different times, and we couldn't even get there. Yeah. It was stupid. But a lot of the gimmicks there were pretty cool. They had, like, a place where you could get, like, kind of alcoholic drinks. I mean, it wasn't very alcoholic. Kind of. Yeah. They had a cranberry vodka drink that was in, like, a blood bag, which was awesome. And you had to release release the thing. The hose clamp. The hose clamp. So that you could drink from it. Yeah, that was really cool. I like that. I accidentally stole one. (laughs) Because she didn't realize, well, for how well, much so, we paid for it. I mean, so no, it was it really was an accident though. So they had like had the we walked up there and they had the sign of like what they had the blood baggers. I think that's what it was called, right? Blood bag. Yeah. And we were like, oh, what's that? You know. And they told us, and then like they showed us. It was like the thing, but they had on the counter or like the little. It was like a like pretty 
like slim bar area. Uh-huh. They had displays. And as we were leaving, we were done. We had already paid. He had grabbed the one that we bought and they had dis- uh, they had a display on there. And I didn't, I thought it was ours. So I grabbed it. So oh, we walked shit. away with two. Uh, <laughs> Oops. Their fault for yeah. making the display one actually alcoholic. Too. Yeah. Like I think fe- he was like, is there alcohol in it? Wow. And I was like, no, it's got to just be creamer. And I was like, nope, there's definitely vodka in this. <laughs> Damn. Okay. So cool. Because their display options are just yeah. more options. <laughs> I mean, but it's the same stuff we do at the theater. Like all of our displays are like ed- actual beers and stuff. Uh, well, I mean, we empty it out because it's a container, but we don't have like display, you know, we don't have like the candy stuff. Like it's just candy that we emptied out and let staff eat. And now it's just an empty box and like a beer can that we either. Well, that's more than what they did. Yeah. Because they have the actual drink. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they throw they throw together Fright Fest pretty quickly. It doesn't last for very long. So no. I don't imagine they have a lot of, like, specialists working on it. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. I'm feeling woozy, yeah! Okay, we need to move on. Yeah. Okay, so today we are covering... Thank you. <laughs> today we're covering Laura's favorite movie of all time, Hackers, directed by... Ian softly Ugh. with uh, the cast featuring the likes of Johnny Lee Miller, Angelina Jola, Jesse Bradford, Angelina Jolly, and Matthew <laughs> the Lils Lillard. Fucking Lils? Oh, and Pendulette. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh man, I should have had that bump. You need to shut the, the fuck, fuck up. <laughs> Was that him? Yeah. yeah. <gasps> I didn't know that. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that show is awesome. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Such an underrated show. It's super old, too. I think it's still in, like, the 4 by 3 format. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was not HD. <laughs> still good, though. Before we get into spoilers and the plot summary of the movie, how did everybody like this movie? I mean, I love it. I would hope so. It was your favorite movie. <laughs> it was good. Don't get me wrong. Here it comes. It was very entertaining, but it was definitely a 90s movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that There's no way to put that delicately, and I mean, it just, it makes sense if you know what I mean. It's a 90s movie. It's one of those movies where if you have the nostalgia for it, it hits hard every time you watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a lot of movies like that. It's not a bad movie at all, but it is a very 90s movie. This is actually pretty good. It was a lot different than what I was expecting it to be. Considering a movie called Hackers, I was thinking it was going to be way too, like... Technical. Technical. Yeah, yeah and it, it was definitely be way wasn't. too technology-driven. I wasn't no. going to understand anything that was happening. It was going to be like Silicon Valley without T.J. Miller, which is just terrible. You thought that... Okay, you guys know me. You thought that was going to be my favorite movie. And you like Silicon Valley. I know, but like, <laughs> I'm not that smart. Why would I like a movie like that? Well, I wasn't expecting <laughs> what we got. <laughs> this was essentially yeah. like... This is like a high school teen comedy romance movie, but with... Uh, Computer tr- hacking. <laughs> Tron, yeah. Mixed with Tron. It's so cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. But imagine that was like... the Okay, so even to this day, you guys have never seen a movie like this, right? No. Okay. No. 
And so then this was like the coolest movie ever at my age. Like I'd never seen anything like this. As soon know? as the circuit board started turning into a city and just blew your tits out of your ass. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That's what Yes, happened. science! Bitch! Think about it, like this was still a pretty cool fucking movie for you guys to see yeah. now. And if you saw it when you were my age and this was like the like oh, you've yeah. never seen anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I fucking love this. <laughs> yes. Definitely had me pooping out my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Hacker, please, Hackers please is... Please let that make the cut. <laughs> it's gonna be... <laughs> Hackers is also the quintessential, like, 30-year-olds playing high school kids movie. <laughs> because... That's the... every fucking high school no, movie No, it's is. not every single It one. is. Okay. When Johnny Lee Miller looked okay. like a... <laughs> Shut up. He had the five o'clock shadow throughout the entire thing. So there are some people in high school who have five o'clock shadow. So did shadows. Angelina Jolie. Stop. Oh, no, whoa. Hey, didn't. hey, hey. Oh, wait, that was her haircut. No. Hey, oh, sorry. Whoa, there. <laughs> are you going to say anything else? Are you going to no. defend it any further? No, I'm good. It was Just, adorable. Hey. <laughs> stop. Hey, whoa. No. All you're, right. You're right. Just stop. All right, just, <laughs> just fucking move on. Okay, we're talking about Hackers by Ian Softly. It's Ian. Oh, yeah, well, it's I-A-I-N. Okay, some people have weird spellings, okay? <laughs> just let it be. It's probably Irish. Ian Softly, with casts such as Johnny Lee Miller, Angelina Jolie, Jesse Bradford, Matthew Lillard, Lawrence Mason, Renoli Santiago, uh, Peter Kim... Wendell Pierce, Mark Anthony, oh much weirder buck teeth looking um, <laughs> Bill Skarsgård, <laughs> and Penn Jillette. Yes. Damn it. He <laughs> was a gorgeous man as always. And uh, I think that's about it. We don't have to mention anybody else. Penn Jillette's definitely the hottest guy in this movie. Yep. Next to, you know, Matthew, Matthew Lillard. Lillard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Lover's man crush Matthew Lillard. I'm glad I got to see another movie with him in it, though, because I feel like his acting career has been, like, so small. He hasn't been in that many things since, like, the 90s. Nah, that was his peak. But, I mean, you get some banger Lillard roles, like Scream and... Well, remember how he wasn't even supposed to be in Scream? Yeah, fucking (laughs) Scooby-Doo. But do you remember how he wasn't even supposed to be in Scream? He was at the casting oh yeah, yeah, yeah. with no, his girlfriend that. and they that doesn't mean didn't... he wasn't supposed to be in it he just wasn't he... planning on auditioning yeah but maybe he wasn't even he was maybe he wasn't even it. supposed to be an actor like maybe he wasn't even trying to be an actor he just got like scouted you know like they just saw him and said hey no like you. i think he was still an actor at that time he okay. just wasn't looking to play that role at that time he was just there with his girlfriend auditioning for a different role. Nobody knows who that girlfriend was. No. We know who Matthew Lillard. Bork! <laughs> Bitch is irrelevant. Sucks to <laughs> suck. All right, well, uh, I think we essentially have all liked it. And this is the summer. Yeah. It's the very top line. You don't have to read anything in a long paragraph. This? Yeah, the top. That's it? That's it. What the fuck? You want to read the bottom one? <laughs> No. Sums it up pretty well. Hackers are blamed for making a virus that will capsize five oil tankers. All right. Yes, science! Good talk.
Good talk, yeah. Solid TED talk. The, the long one is much better. <laughs> okay, read the long one then. A young boy is arrested by the U.S. Secret Service for writing a computer virus Story and is plot. banned from using a computer until his 18th birthday. Years later, he and his newfound friends discover a plot to unleash a dangerous computer virus, but they must use their computer skills to find the evidence while being pursued by the Secret Service and the evil computer genius behind the virus. <laughs> I'm in danger! Noise! <laughs> It's literally the plot to the entire fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in danger. With zero details. All right. I don't have to go through my entire plot summary then. How did everybody... Or, uh, that's the entire movie. Yeah, the fucking butler did it. What a dickhole. Not in every what? version of the movie. Oh, my God. Multiverse theory? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Clue is the original. Fuck. Mm. <sighs> All right. Here's my plot synopsis. Go ahead and break in any time that you feel the need to. You're going to anyway. Seven. Thank you. Yep. The movie starts in Seattle, 1988. Police break into Zero Cool's house, who is superiorly intelligent. Words. This kid and his family are hereby fined $45,000 for his crimes. Seven years later, that same kid is riding an airplane over a circuit board. <laughs> sure. He's taking a flight to New York, damn it. Mm-hmm. And it changes into weird circuit boys. It was uh, so cool. <laughs> it was a good transition. Next scene, we see Zero Cool hacking into a TV station. He calls the station directly and asks for the number on the modem. Because they were dumb back then. They just gave it. And, man, is this movie dated. He evidently, <laughs> he evidently stops the program showing a racist dude calling minorities inferior... And changes it to the outer limits. And several other programs on tape controlled by a computer. And man, is this movie dated. Who did it date? Okay, yeah, that was even bad by my standards. Your mother. No? (laughs) (laughs) The next morning he walks out of his room and his mom is on the phone talking to their internet provider. Zero Cool's real name is apparently Dade. And he needs to get into college, but he'd rather focus on hacking, rollerblading, and fantasizing about boyish Angelina Jolie. Well, well we've all been there. This boyish Angelina, <laughs> <laughs> this boyish Angelina is known as Kate. She's and not she's boyish. Showing she's just Dade short hair. Around, I'm reading. Please uh, don't interrupt me. No. <laughs> uh, and uh, she's showing Dade around the high school. After hacking himself into Kate's classes, Dade encounters Phantom Freak, who tries his best to get Dade's attention regardless of him having no idea who Freak is. And why should he? This guy looks very strange. Yep. Well, Freak watched him hack from a school computer the records to change himself and put himself in Kate's classes. So he knew that he was a hacker. So he just assumed... Hey, this guy should know who I am because I'm, you know, elite. You cabbage. Uh, now are we going to make any assumptions on Phantom Freak's uh, sexual orientation? He's super gay. <laughs> Thank you. May just be flamboyant. At that point, know, like it's cringy. just androgyny. Mm, eccentric. He gay. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
Looking like a double wide surprise. No, no. It's <laughs> not what should follow that fucking sound. I mean, I don't have misophonia, but goddamn it, no. No. Later, Dade goes to an odd rollerblader arcade club where he attempts to beat Kate's score at a chatty game. I don't know what I was Chatty? Oh, what? <laughs> he, he showed up just chatting about? <laughs> chatting up. He's chatting so hard. Fucking Chad. It was like a race game, wasn't it? But you had to, like, shoot stuff? Kind of like a runner. I don't know how else to describe it. Well, it's a it's a chatty game now, I guess. That's the it's best ex- explanation for chatting. He showed up. He chatted hard. Mm-hmm. He chatted he, often. He chatted hard all over the chatty game. He, be- <laughs> he, he beats Kate's score, and Kate gets pissed. So she heads out to make out with Curtis, who rides a motorcycle and looks slick all day. Useless fuck not that dude was. <laughs> he wasn't even cute. And are, none of the guys are cute. <clears throat> obviously Pendulette, but I mean. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Ouch. Lils. Damn. Lils. Oh, I mean, we, we get your preference. It's gonna be fucking Lils. Dade schedules a sprinkler test at 9.30 the next morning at school and drenches all of his classmates. Good prank. He gets every single one of his classmates wet. (laughs) Wet. (laughs) Soaking moist. Success. Dripping damp. (laughs) Okay, no. Next scene, Kate, Dade, and the Lillard are all at the chalkboard joined in a class presentation. The teacher calls out Lillard, or Serial, apparently, and he leaves. He wasn't in that class. Yeah. Yeah, he said, this isn't woodshop class? (laughs) Gotta get out of here. Why did he say specifically woodshop class? (laughs) Boy, I gotta get out of here. (laughs) It's not my class. Guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Later, Dade, Freak, Serial, and Joey played by Jesse Bradford, sit down at the punk arcade and talk about hacking and computer books. The popular passwords are secret, sex, and God, in that order. Love was one of them, too. Oh. Love, secret, sex, yeah. God. Yeah, a fuck about love. Awesome. The ultimate password is secret sex God. <laughs> I love secret sex God. <laughs> Plus my birthday. Damn it. Now we know Bruce's password. Oh, shucks. For everything. That's not damn it for us. Shucks. They're going to take my, like... What are we going to steal from Bruce? They're going to take all of my lots of bucks in the bank. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Back to the plot synopsis summaries. Lillard rubs his nipple and realizes someone ate his fries. And moving on. Wait, Joey No, that's not what happened. It's not. What? what? He, he, he said, mmm, I want to score one of those Gibsons. He's all excited <laughs> about the what? computer because the it's a supercomputer. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, like, yeah, if we got one of those. And then somebody rubs, he licks his finger and rubs his nipple. And then he, <laughs> he gets yelled at by the freak because... Cereal ate all the fries. He's like, what happened to all my fries? 
Sierra's like, what? I didn't do that. I think that's actually true. That's exactly what... Really? <laughs> you guys going to question me? I've seen this movie so many fucking times. I just said I think that's actually true. So I, he was like... I was agreeing. Freak is like, what the... He's like, what happened to my fries? What? You owe me a pack cereal. A pack of fries, right? Which is kind of ridiculous. And then Cereal's like, that wasn't me. And he's like yelling at Joey. He's like, Joey, I'm going to hit you. Don't you remember that part? Yeah, my job is to make the summary funny, not accurate. So none of that. And he was rubbed funny. his nipple with fry grease. It's he... almost how it worked out. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all of that did happen in the same scene. It was just <sighs> to continue in your web of lies. <laughs> Joey hacks into some system that's owned or overlooked by a villain named the Plague and his right hand man Pendulette. Caves. Dade decided to change his name from Zero Cool to Crash Override, which is way cooler. Joey gets his apartment raided while he's in the shower, and he's promptly arrested once he covers his ass. Joey lives with his mom. His mom's house got raided. His mom's apartment got raided. Yeah. Eugene, also known by his less dorky name, The Plague... (laughs) <laughs> explains that their oil tanking business has been hacked. He did look like a fucking Eugene. <laughs> Before he was arrested, Joey had copied the Plague's garbage file, so Plague created a virus. Decent pun. The, pl- the Plague's next target I is unfortunately get it at all. Plague virus. Yeah. Hilarious. In a garbage file. Because mm-hmm. that's where a lot of yeah. I don't know. It works. Yeah. Yeah, science. Bitch! Yes, yeah, science. Bitch! Why you amp the bitch? <laughs> you always amp up the bitch. <laughs> the plague's next bitch. target is unfortunately Dade, who is a hacker, but doesn't technically have anything to do with this hack. Later in Dade's dream, Kate breaks into his room, Yabo's flying. And the popo right, <laughs> and the popo right behind her, pulling her off him. Yabo's flying. <laughs> Damn it! I thought she didn't have any. <clears throat> Doesn't mean they can't fly. Yep, I saw him flapping in there like fucking bat wings. <coughs> Stop it! Jesus. Stop it! Best apologize <laughs> to the Angelina Jolly. Uh, she doesn't need an apology from me. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> At a house party, the dudes, uh, who are Dade, Freak, Serial, and Nikon, hack into Kate's computer, and they find a project she's been working on, and also that she was Acid Burn, the hacker that outhacked Dade himself. So, Dade and Kate decide to have a good old-fashioned friendly hack-off. And they hack themselves off real hard. They hack off all day long. Apparently, said hack off involves thoroughly fucking up one man's life, being Richard Gill, Mm -hmm. who apparently paid for so much online porn and had over 100 traffic violations and was eventually pronounced dead. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of context. This was like the FBI's lead prosecutor against hackers. He's Just little, context. Uh, you realize <laughs> how funny that sentence bitch. is without it, any context. Yeah. yeah. He's such a little bitch. 
This dirty perv traffic violating having ass bitch. They like financially bankrupt him with so much online yeah. and got him arrested with traffic violations. Cut off his fucking bank accounts. Fucked him over with the, the violations. Oh. The power of computers. Yeah, well, yeah. then I guess. No, even now, all of that shit, everything... It was a lot easier to get away with it. We have much more protective measures now. Sure, but it doesn't mean that stuff doesn't still get hacked. Oh, it definitely still happens. Every day. But it was a lot lot harder to trace then. Yeah, back then. Dade receives a laptop with a transmission that was essentially a threat by the plague. Out of jail, Joey hands Freak a floppy disk containing the garbage file from the plague. Turns out they were being watched the whole time, and after hiding the drive, Freak gets arrested as well. Mm-hmm. With his one call, Freak calls Kate to go get the floppy disk from the men's locker room. She takes a disk to Dade for him to copy in case something happens to her. The scene of her having to go into the locker room was kind of funny. Yep. A bunch of dudes staring at her. Yeah. She pulled a condom out of the fucking wall machine. Well, he hit it behind the condom machine. Yeah. There's just a condom machine in the men's locker room? Yep. The boys' locker room? I mean, it's a high school. Why would you have a condom machine in there? Sign of the times. She didn't even put a quarter in. She just right out the machine. She was one of those uh, penny machines. Yeah, she just stick the down. penny in, and then you twist one of those the thing. Dare one of the, efforts. One of the condom comes out, and then another one has safe sex, and the penny comes out flattened. That would have been a way better promotional program. Yes. <laughs> than drug and alcohol resistance education. Dare. That program did more fucking harm than good. The idea of not providing <laughs> condoms to high school kids because they think it's promoting them having sex. They were. Is the most yeah. irresponsible thing ever. They were they, trying to they promote they abstinence. Having, but they're having sex. Yep. Give them the tools to do it safely. Uh, well, they didn't want to believe that they were having sex. They were having sex. Of course they were. If you were having sex when you were in high school, always. then everyone is also having sex. It's the way it's always fucking been. As someone who comes from a state that has the highest teenage pregnancy rate. Thank God I moved away when I was 14. <laughs> I will say I didn't need the condoms. It's a lot easier just being an obese introvert. Who You're not always, wrong. Always wore sweatpants and had hair past his eyes. I didn't have the hair thing, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, you throw in the pullover hoodies. Yeah. Yep. that birth control. Oh, it is better than oh, birth yeah. control. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chance of STDs. That, that's just social control. <laughs> that's personal imprisonment. The plague calls and threatens Dade to set his mom up with multiple charges to send her ass to prison for the rest of her life <laughs> if he doesn't give plague the disc. What a dick. Dade has no choice but to wait in the sewer fog, covered streets, for the plague to swing That's by. That's just New York. <laughs> on his skateboard and snatch the floppy disk. It doesn't make anywhere. it less fucking sewer fog covered. <laughs> it could have been anywhere. I mean... It's just escape from New York. I went to New York in the 2010s and it the, was still that pretty That sewer fog disgusting. shit happens. It's yeah. a real thing that happens in New York. Does it smell like shit? It, from what I've heard, yes. Yes. <laughs> it does. What a lovely place to well, live. It's, yeah, it's, it's beautiful <laughs> if you like fucking shit-stained streets. <laughs> That's probably not accurate, but... <laughs> well, that's also... It San smells... Francisco's. It probably smells like shit-stained streets. 
it's I've it's heard really it smells gross. Real um, the grossest thing about New York, it probably makes sense because of the mass like quantities that they have to collect. But the grossest oh, the garbage and shit. Yes. Oh. So there's no there's no trash bins in New York. You take out your trash, you throw it on the curb, and it's yeah. just bags of trash. And it just fucking sits there. The trash truck drives by and picks up the trash bags. Trash. Leaking. And people like hosing off the sidewalks into the trash. It's really and the trash juice sidewalk gross flows into the fucking gutters underneath, and then boom, sewer mist. Yeah. Trash juice sidewalk. Gross. Dade has no choice but to wait in the sewer fog-covered streets for the plague to swing by on a skateboard and snatch the floppy disk. What a fucking douche. Turns out Dade did copy the garbage file, and he hacks hard. (laughs) I'm feeling woozy air. He finds out the virus is actually a worm, whatever that means. Pretty sure he explained it to me. Yeah, he yeah, fucking yeah. explained it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I just skipped over it and it was just, whatever that means works better. A worm's just an invasive program that nibbles away at stuff, yeah. basically. It took away, like, from my a, understanding. A little, a little bit of money at a time, so it was almost... Almost um, unnoticeable. Unnoticeable, yeah. Yeah, because it wasn't deleting it, it was just storing it in a different area. So it didn't get noticed. Pulling like a penny or two from any banking transaction. And and for oil tankers, those nibbles are a lot of money. Ooh, yeah. Now the whole group being Dade, Kate, Serial, and Nikon figure out that they all have to work together to break in and hack the oil tanking company. As a defensive measure, the plague decides to release a Da Vinci virus that will implicate the other hackers and that will allow him to escape. What a bitch. It's only for him to escape because it could also come back and ruin him as well. Yeah, yeah he's the one that planted the fucking worm. Mm. Yeah. The crew realizes they only have a couple hours before they're arrested, so Kate has a brilliant idea to head to the roller skating club arcade and seek help from a strange media icon hacking couple. They decide the parameters <laughs> in which they can help the crew. To ensure the cops are distracted and no longer on their trail, the crew hacks the traffic light system and causes multiple accidents in order to buy them time. And probably fatalities. Yep, mm-hmm. probably. Several deaths. Innocent people and their children. Mm-hmm. Several deaths. <laughs> Your grandma, dead. <laughs> what? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm on a roll. Okay. Butter. Now begins the intense hack off, which includes rabbits, <clears throat> flu shots, bugs, Pac Man, and other random things that have lost their original meanings. <laughs> they all hack so damn hard. They got the hardest hacks. Rock solid. They're all bricked up hacks. <laughs> oh no the Lillard's hack even bends off slightly to the left <laughs> the police are dead on the cruise trail until the coppers realize they fix their IP to the phone lines that's what he gets for hacking off case <laughs> done. <Good. Okay>, <laughs> the hacking was successful but not before the cops finally caught up to them and they arrested Dade Kate and Nikon. 
They are interrogated for a few minutes, but Serial still had access and hacked himself into every major screen in the country. He mentions how corrupt the oil tanker fucks are, and the rightful bastards are ultimately taken down. Fuck them. The wrongful bastards, I guess, is more correct. Finally, Dade and Kate get their romantic moment in a pool while Dade pathetically attempts to stay above the water. They both go under the water and make out for an uncomfortable, an uncomfortably long time until they both run out of air and die. The end. So bad. How do you not know how to tread water like that? <laughs> Some people haven't learned how to swim, Bruce. Um, I mean, that's that's fair, but damn it, man. <laughs> they could have given him a little bit of training. Yeah, I mean. Because next to Angelina Jolie, just perfectly buoyant. Yeah. Looked like she wasn't even moving. He was, every fucking movement looked like he just dipped under the water and was struggling for fucking <laughs> air. So bad. Maybe it was on was, purpose, though. Maybe it was supposed to look, like, ridiculous. I wish the whole scene was still completely normal with Angelina had all of her, <laughs> like, normal lines, and he's just splashing <laughs> and struggling the entire time. Help! <laughs> Help! Begging for a fucking lifeguard. Not gonna get one. That's so bad. Would have been a very different like, ending to the I movie. I can't believe they decided you won. <laughs> <laughs> help me <laughs> I never doubted you once oh god help fucking <laughs> drowning do we represent your movie appropriately yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's an accurate response okay I made it a lot of a joke because I just as did I but it was still really good it was because <laughs> I I mean <sighs> our podcast wouldn't be entertaining if we took everything seriously I hate those podcasts we have to be funny. We're not a true crime podcast. Yeah, fuck that shit. It's this also wasn't a crime movie. It was technically a crime movie. I mean, um, they were fucking hacking shit. Is it wasn't crime the first thing in okay, the fine. title? Of it? Yeah, in the genre. <laughs> that okay, that was part of the yeah. movie. Yeah, but crime, yeah. drama, romance, thriller. Yeah. Get <laughs> word. It gets Words. worse. <laughs> It gets um, worse throughout the night. Words. Come along, my ding dong. Exactly. I feel a woozy ass. Yeah, I think the movie is really good. I I need to take another watch. I need to watch it another time. I usually get to watch these movies twice, but because yeah. of the way this week worked out for me, we just watched it last night, and today was a super long day for me. I didn't get home until like a couple hours before we recorded this, so. Yeah, I didn't have enough time to rewatch it or watch the commentary to get more information on it. So unfortunately, that's the case for this one. Uh, Laura is very knowledgeable about this movie. Mm-hmm. It's been her favorite movie apparently for a long time. Yes, and I know that. That's why I owned this movie because she was so obsessed with it, and I knew that. I didn't know it was your favorite movie, but I mean, for me, it still stands out. <laughs> no, I mean it. A lot of it still stands up. It's just quite dated for uh, the computer technology and well, for now the styles and stuff. Yeah, that stuff is always evolving. Yeah, but I mean, there's nothing wrong with dated movies. The right? underlying meanings still stick and yeah. still stand. Yeah, corporate yeah. greed, corruption, and the people who pretend to protect those companies but defraud them. Like it. Yeah, the shit is still happening now. Yeah. Yeah. Eat the rich. Yeah. Fuck them oil tanking sons of bitches. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, what they stood for, like, these hackers clearly went on to become, like, anonymous. Yeah. You mean, like, the actual hacker anonymous? The hacker group anonymous, yeah. Yeah. Going back through it now, remembering their nicknames, Nikon had a photographic memory. Camera. Makes sense. That's why it was his fucking, his handle. Mm -hmm. Uh, Freak. Freaking is a form of hacking. Phantom Freak. Yeah, so which is the manipulation of, like, the phone lines and the modems and shit. To mm-hmm. <sighs> So much of it makes a lot more sense now that it did, like, the tiniest little bit of research. <laughs> In, like, the 15 minutes that I had to do was <laughs> the most basic searches for, like, hacking terms and shit like that. What did uh, zero cool mean? No chill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, I think... I don't know. I think this movie has aged better than waiting. Uh, yeah, that's very fair. I didn't hear anybody in this movie say the R word or the F word. I don't know. Other than like the random sequences of like, for some reason, man ass and the quick nip slip from Angelina Jolie and the clearly see through top she was wearing at one point. Yeah. Is that during a dream sequence too? No. No, just her working in the library. Yeah. Yeah, normal library attire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should be. <laughs> I want those 60-year-old librarians wearing them see-through tops. Some people are into that shit, man. <laughs> Rule 34. Oh, God. Yeah, all things considered, I think. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's like a John Hughes movie mixed with Tron. That's actually pretty accurate, though. Yeah. Which is exactly why Laura loved this movie. Shut up. And I wouldn't... I would have... That's... I don't feel like that's talking shit. I mean, that's just... That's He's a preference. always talking shit. That's a preference. You forget I actually liked a lot of John Hughes movies. Well, I've liked, I've liked every John Hughes movie I've seen at this point. I haven't seen... <laughs> what have I seen is a better question. <laughs> the weakest one I've seen was Ferris Bueller. I think that's Which the only one I've seen. Which was still good. What else did you do? Breakfast Club? Um, Breakfast Club, 16 Candles. 16 Candles. There's a few that I haven't seen. He wrote Pretty in Pink. Did he do Better Off Dead? I don't know if he was involved in Better Off Dead. I feel like that was someone else. (laughs) That was so good, too. But I don't think that was him. That's why I don't... Better Off Dead is really fucking good, though. That one. Two dollars. That's probably my favorite 80s movie, though. Why didn't you make us watch Better Off Dead? Yeah, I've only seen Ferris Bueller. Yeah, we went through our little stint of John Hughes for a while there. What I watched a lot of John Hughes movies for the first time. I think he did Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, too. You, no, you haven't seen nope. it. Okay. <laughs> Heard of it. <laughs> haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's about all I have to say for him. You guys have anything more to say about hackers? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in danger! Well. I just looked at There were some real, like, quirky visuals. They were cool, but, like, super inaccurate to actual hacking. I think it was, but that was. But just it was the, really entertaining. They had to add that spectacle to it because this wasn't designed. Otherwise, it's boring as shit. This wasn't designed <laughs> yeah. for people who are computer literate. You know, this was designed for people who know jack shit about computers yeah. or any. Yeah, other stuff. it was. I feel like it was meant to expose more people to the world of hacking. That's yeah. for dumb audience brain. Yeah. Yeah. Because what they were looking at and what they were doing is not what. No. It, that's not what it would have looked like. No. It would have been 
literally just a boring ass like DOS home screen, black just and a, white. A bunch of fucking code on code, the screen. That's typing, it. Yeah. yeah, typing a bunch of code in. Not gonna I happen. mean, unless you have some really strange, beautiful mind type visuals in your own head for how you see it, what it actually appears on screen is it's just yeah. a bunch of written code. Right. That's all it is. So yeah, they had to they had to jazz it up and make it more visually appealing. All right, well, time to play the classic game of who would Ryan Reynolds or Dwayne the Rock Johnson play in this movie? Lils. Which one? Ryan Reynolds would be Lils. You really think Lillard is hot, huh? Yeah. Uh. The <laughs> the Rock would have played uh, Angelina Jolie, obviously. No. Oh come on! Wrong. <laughs> come on! Huh? He would have been Joey. No. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. The Rock would have been Dave's mom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, I feel like it would be the funniest if he was Joey, but I also think that he could have been the FBI guy. guy, Yeah. Yeah. Gil. Ryan Reynolds is also a main player. So he would be Dade. Nah. Mm-hmm. Dade also looks like a bargain basement fucking Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> what is that term? The bargain basement? A uh, cheap knockoff, if you want to e- equate it to that. Yeah. You guys both use that. <laughs> it's cheap knockoff. I don't use bargain basement. I use Walmart brand. Um. It's like going and shopping for Gucci and getting a gucky. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Need that gucky. What's that bargain basement shit? <laughs> hey man, you got that new Gucci? Fuck yeah, I got that new gucky. <laughs> Hackers opened fourth in the box office the weekend it released behind Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, <gasps> Julie Newmar, oh my God, Clockers, and Dangerous Minds. Ooh, God, huh. those were good movies. I don't know anything about clockers, but Dangerous Minds was really good. You can't say those are really good if you don't even know what clockers is. I don't know clockers, but Dangerous Minds and Tuong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Yeah. Why is the name so long? What the fuck is that? Because it's a fucking ode. Ode? Yeah. Two long names? It's like, it's part of the movie, okay? Patrick Swayze and John Leguizamo are are drag queens in this movie. What the fuck? What? To Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. If you don't know, you need to look it up. Don't think I do. Amazing. Uh, This is top. uh, Dangerous Minds is the one with the um, teacher, right? Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. (laughs) Michelle's Pfeiffer's. Michelle Pfeiffer's, though? Which was a remake of another movie. She's my shit. <laughs> Looking like a double-wide surprise. <laughs> God damn. We need a budget. Budget. Moving on up. Budget. Oh, God. What year was it? 1995. That's it. You're right, Come on. For the visual effects. They had to have spent some kind of money on that. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was not <sighs> cheap. I don't think a lot of it was CGI, though. I feel like a lot of that was practical. Yeah, I think so, like too. Like, the, the tunnel way of just, like, computer parts around it. And that, yeah. That was all Well, practical. even just, like, the transition of, like, the Yeah, that was, the just, buildings a, that was or... just a fade. Yeah. It was a fade in. And, and then... Very nice timing and lineup, but... Right. And all that could have been done with, like, a model. 
I'm really unsure because all of those actors. Early career. I'm going to say. I don't even know. Based on those. Eight million. That, that's that, probably. High. I feel like it's probably less than that, but I, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say high. two. <laughs> I'm in danger. Uh, this is a $20 million budget. Fuck you. See, 10 Why? was like the highest I was going to get. <clears throat> Why? I think we're all out of our element at this point. Yeah. No shit. It's so old. You guys haven't been guessing for a while. <laughs> yeah. But it's so old. $20 million in 95? That's like $80 million today. If not more. Probably. I don't know. What That's that a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Well, Fan Forest got $120 million, so, or, Yeah. $120 million, so. Gross ass movie. So. $20 million. I mean, it says estimated. Wow. As you know, it opened, Hackers opened fourth in the box office behind these movies that only Dangerous Minds had heard of. Uh, opening weekend, it made $3,173,101. Domestic box office after its entire run was $7,563,728. That's rough. Uh, for some reason, there was no data for an international box office, which I can only assume it had no inter- international release. So ultimately, it made seven million dollars five hundred and sixty-three dollars or five seven million five hundred sixty-three thousand seven hundred twenty-eight dollars. No, it lost thirteen million dollars. <laughs> and the the Blu-ray and DVD oh. sales are two hundred sixty-one thousand seven hundred thirty-nine dollars. I can't believe I've ever wow. to see this movie. Yeah. Wow. That's why I'd never heard of it before you fucking brought it up to me. <laughs> I had definitely heard of it. And I had seen little like snippets and clips, but I had never seen the full movie. I had assumed I would have heard of it at some point because it has Matthew Lillard in it. And I love Matthew Lillard. I knew of it because Angelina Jolie was in it. I think my favorite movie with Angelina Jolie is Wanted. It's pretty bad. James McAvoy. I don't remember. Morgan Bruce. The The Bullets Curve. Oh, nope. Bruce. Didn't see it. The poster of her with the gun has been on my wall since 2008. And yet you have no Lils on your wall. I don't, but, you know, he's not really been in that many movie posters. Uh-oh, Scoob. Get that Scooby-Doo. Uh-huh. That Scooby-Doo 2 <coughs> Monsters Unleashed poster up on your wall. <laughs> I don't have that one. Well, unfortunately, Hackers was a... Massive flop. That sucks. I didn't realize Yeah. That. Uh, it probably would have done a lot better if they would have released it internationally, but yeah. I have no numbers for that. I so mean, I'm going to assume it didn't get an international release, which is that's so very strange. dumb on their part. And who yeah. Was, um, what studio put it out? It was the Lion. Lionsgate? Right no, Metro Global Meyer. Oh, MGM. I don't any M. <sighs> yeah, I know what you mean. <sighs> Man. I don't know. I, Lionsgate, Lionsgate is a gate and a yeah. key hole. Yeah, Lionsgate. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, I can't think of any MGM movies that didn't get international releases. That's so weird. All right. So Traverse. 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 All right, so Johnny Lee Miller. Man, this guy's name is spelled dumb, too. It's really dumb. Ugh. <laughs> J-O-N-N-Y. Stop it. (laughs) 
Johnny Lee Miller and Angelina Jolie were married shortly after the making of the film okay. and then were divorced four years later. Yeah. The actually film- lasted that long. <clears throat> Damn. Yeah. Surprising. Just long enough for him to lose his highlights. <laughs> <laughs> and any other semblance of a career, it seems like. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was in um, a, a Sherlock TV series with Lucy Liu, which was maybe three, four years ago. Huh. Stand corrected. I didn't know who the dude was at all. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know who it was. The film's writer, director, and some cast members attended the New York City 2600 meeting, a monthly hangout of the local hacker community. The cast were given three weeks to hang out together, get to know each other better, and learn how to rollerblade properly before filming began. Yep. They also spent most of that time studying computers and hacking. Okay. It appears they spent a lot of time learning to do something that wasn't very well represented in the movie itself. Uh, I mean, they they had to try to look realistic with it. Yeah. They had to try. I mean, that's literally their job. Uh, right after Richard Gill is being arrested, the camera changes over to the group hacking into the Department of the Treasury on a laptop in Chinatown. If you look closely, the names that appear on the computer screen are those of the cast and crew. Oh. Cool. Uh, the poster for this film shows acid burn and crash override with various words and ASCII symbols tra- uh, transposed on their faces. Amongst the words are names of the hackers in the movie, including Lord Nikon, acid burn, and crash override. Some of the commonly uses, used passwords, according to Plague, such as God, Sex, Love, and Secret, yeah. Freak, a phone freak, a hacker who concentrates their knowledge on telephone systems. Phantom Freak was the main freaker in the hacker group. If yes. uh, the hacker handled serial is most likely attributed to ha- actual hacker John Draper, who used the alias Captain Crunch. Mm-hmm. Who was also a freaker. Goddamn freakers. That was part of the very quick little blitz of information I had earlier. Yeah. Uh, Pendulette's character is named Hal in the credits, most likely to reference the Hal 9000 computer system from the sci-fi movie 2001, A Space Space Odyssey. Odyssey. Cool. I'm just picking these randomly. I don't know if they're going to be good before I read them. (laughs) (laughs) Because I didn't have enough time to (laughs) read them through. Around the movie's release, the official website was modified by its webmasters to appear that it had been hacked into, and digital graffiti and instructions to see the net instead was added to the site's graphics. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Although they were all playing high school students, Johnny Lee Miller was 23 at the time of filming, Angelina Jolie was 20, Renoli Santiago was 21, and Matthew Lillard was 24. Only Jesse Bradford really fit the bill, being 16 at the time. Oh, I knew he was the Damn. baby. Good God. Didn't they show his ass in the movie? Yeah, they did. It's probably a body double. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Because <laughs> it was probably a body yeah, double. Yeah, you didn't If he's a minor, you're not going to see his no. ass on screen. <laughs> well, I think parents can actually fucking give consent for that. That's gross. At least back then they could. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're probably right. Yeah. But my guess... Probably a body double. Yeah, that would make sense. It was unnecessary, too, though. Yeah, it was. Like, we didn't need to see his butt. There was no reason for it. 
extra comedic effect, I guess. I mean, he just yeah, got it, out of the shower and he was losing necessary. his. It was it was unnecessary. For the cyberspace sequences, director Ian softly. Insisted. You can read. Stop it. Ian softly. For the cyberspace sequences, director Ian softly insisted on not using CGI. Yeah, n- none of it looked like it was CG. It's practical. That's surprising. I didn't think that was the case. I don't know how you do that practically. Do what? The the cyberspace scenes. Projectors and camera movements? Hmm. I guess. For like the, the skyscraper stuff where it was all just like scrolling information. Yeah. Projector hmm. onto some kind of flat surface and a fucking moving camera. And the ones where it looked like it was like a media block or like the internal parts of a computer. I feel like that could have been done with like a model. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. One more. Ian softly auditioned. Damn it. (laughs) You know that's not how his name is pronounced. I ain't softly. I ain't softly auditioned Hillary Swank, Heather Graham, and Liv Tyler for the role, which ultimately went to Angelina Jolie. Okay. Uh, I feel like that was the right decision. Yeah. Heather Graham would have been better. Heather, I'm sorry, I hate to say it, but Heather Graham would not be believable as that smart. No. Wow. All right. Last segment of the show. Uh, now we have a chance at the end of the podcast yeah. to go off. Thank you. To go yep. off on an intentional tangent about unpopular opinions. I know we've had a lot of tangents during this podcast mm. already. All of them are getting cut out. Bring it. Except for this one. Uh, Midwestern politeness is fake. Oh, you did bring this up, but not on a podcast. Ooh. I think you, you brought this up. I've lived uh, in I've lived okay. in the Midwest for several years now, and the people definitely have the characteristic politeness stereotypical of the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Problem is, it's fake. As soon as you behave in a way they don't expect or like, Midwesterners get super mad. For example, I'm not automatically friendly, and they parenthesize introvert, when I don't reciprocate a Midwesterner's friendliness, they turn offended and hostile really quickly. That means their politeness is really just social norming. Uh, I can't disagree with that. I mean, having been born and grown up here in California, all the stereotypical bullshit that, you, you know, you see in like any form of fucking media about the, oh, hi, y'all kind of shit. I really feel like that's actually true. They will uphold that front until they get any kind of distaste from you, and then it's just extreme judgment. Uh, I don't know about that. That's just my personal experience. Oh, you're from California? Ew. <laughs> and then it's just, I fucking hate everything about you, even though I don't know you. My own personal experience. I mean, that that, that can't be universal, but... well. Uh, being the one who's lived in the Midwest for the longest time and understand the the people there, I guess. I think I would have to specify it's more the South. Well, that's South. Maybe, that's maybe oh. not distinctly like Midwest. So my experience having grown up in the Midwest and living here in California for a long time, but also mm-hmm. going back to visit Midwest... There's a mix. There's people that are just absolutely fascinated by me 
because I live in California. It's like, I'm sure. so cool. I'm the coolest, you know? But then there's other people who are like, oh, you like all that liberal shit and you like Obama yeah. and, you know, all that. What? Whoever reacted that way to you? A lot of people. Uh, when you were with me? No, before then. But family members of mine. <sighs> Aunts, uncles, cousins, you know, when you slowly start to realize that your family is racist. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, there's bad people that you don't want to be involved with in your family, in all families. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, I think it's surprising yeah. how you don't realize it until you're older. Well, you don't know any better until you're older. Well, you just don't notice it. Either it's so subtle or it's uh, never comes up when you're around. Well, someone who moved to the West Coast from the mid Midwest in South Dakota, I can say that the people there were a lot friendlier. Most people here don't even want to give you the time of day. They won't look you in the eyes. They won't say anything to you. And most of them, at my accounts at least, just give you a side eye and fucking look like they want to kill you. The like, fucked up thing is you're like, not wrong. Maybe it's just everybody. I don't know. Okay, I, I think we kind of have to define Midwest. What region is actually defined as Midwest? Because there are a lot of people that... I don't know. South it's Dakota. definitely not Louisiana. God damn it. South Dakota, North no, that's, Dakota, No, that's like Oklahoma. Bayou Deep South. Yeah. It's you know, fucking much right well, now. Well, what I'm used to being the Midwest is like South Dakota, Colorado, Wyoming, um, maybe Minnesota. North Kansas. Dakota, Kansas is Oklahoma. in there. Um, it's it's just a big like yeah, circle of states. I I really feel like a lot of people would go on either side of this argument. I guess depending on their definition of the Midwest and what they perceive as the Midwest. I guess because a, like so is is Arkansas Midwest or the South? Is Oklahoma Midwest or the South? Arkansas is definitely South. They're right in the middle of it, though. Oklahoma is definitely Midwest. But how's Arkansas not? They're right fucking next to each other. That that's that's the fine line. I don't know. Is that where you ran into issues? <clears throat> I mean, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Panhandle, Texas. Is that South or Midwest? And yes, I did run into South. lots of problems there. Texas, <laughs> Arkansas. Yeah, no, Texas horribly, is not Midwest. Horribly judgmental people. I said I'm, Texas, Arkansas, Texarkana. Those are oh. south. I don't know. I don't know where the line is specifically, and I don't have experience in a it's lot the, of Midwest. The perceived states, line, except for South Dakota and the the states that surround it. But everywhere I've been, there, everybody's always friendly, and I don't have a hard time getting along with anybody. The further north you go over Oklahoma and Arkansas, the more friendly it gets. I would say. It's just because it gets closer to the Canadian border. Mm-hmm. What? I don't know if that makes a difference. Yes. I don't uh, know if it does. I'm sure it, <laughs> it, it probably does. I don't know. I think this is like a based on personal experience kind of yeah. thing. Because I, I don't think that you can necessarily say this no matter where you're com- coming from. West Coast, East Coast, whatever you consider the Midwest. But I don't think it's necessarily just based on the region. I think it's just it's based on a lot of different factors. Like if the perception I, for me is the biggest thing. But if when, you're openly putting your like political agenda out there, there's going to be a lot of backlash, no matter what, from certain people. That's fair. And that's the thing that a lot of these states 
fall into is like political, political you know, or religious orientation. agenda. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As long as you stay out of that shit and just don't openly express your atheism or liberalism or anything other than what the state's main thing is. Yeah, you know, oh, you're, you're not going to get negative <sighs> attention. Yeah, and to, just to stay see, under the radar. My experience with that is. The, the mere mention of me living in California yeah. Yeah. was, oh, you're one of those left-wing hippie yeah. fucking pieces of shit, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Granted, too. that's definitely more in the South, for sure. Not completely, because I have people in my family, too, that are always posting the stupid Facebook memes about that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like... What? And, and Facebook is such a fucking... <sighs> fucking minefield mm-hmm. and shit show. This is why I don't go on that shit. Facebook is just a garbage bag filled with fucking diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah. Stick your hand in. You know what you're going to get every single time. You still go back. Yep. You should just delete it. <laughs> get rid of it. Throw the fucking diarrhea yeah. bag into the trash. That's what I did. I honestly don't even know the last time that I logged in to do anything on Facebook. Yeah. I never get that kind of reaction out of going on like Instagram or Reddit. Every time I go on to Instagram or Reddit, it's like memes or cute shit or friends or family of mine posting cool shit. Yeah. On Facebook, yeah. it's always political bullshit that I don't agree with, and it just pisses me off. And I'm like... And you want to argue. Yeah. And I have. And then yeah. people just like either like what I say or completely ignore it because they don't have an argument for it. Yeah. I just I just feel like it doesn't doesn't matter. That shit does not matter to my fucking existence, so I don't give a shit about it. Well, this is Justin. I'm deleting my Facebook. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram or fucking... Get my fucking phone number. Contact me directly. Yeah. yeah. Just text me then. Like a regular ass person. Yeah. Well, that's not regular ass shit anymore. Mm. Don't nobody fucking text Should me directly be. anymore Should except be. for my mom or my brother. I text you all day every day. You're my girlfriend. You also... <laughs> constantly with me if I'm not at work, too. So, I got one more unpopular opinion, because I'm not going to go through the subreddit yet. Okay. It says, I really dislike when people leisurely say curse words. Why do people find it necessary to use curse words so ordinarily in their everyday vocabulary? Fuck you. I'm not against... Suck my dick. I'm not against the use of them when an expletive is truly needed, but to say them for no reason at all seems very immature unintelligent, and rude. That's your fucking opinion. And you can choke on a dick. Yeah. You seem like a really fun person. When was this posted? Is 12 this days recent? ago. I would Ooh, say... Ooh, there's some assumptions I could make. <laughs> Don't come to Australia. I'm a person... <laughs> I'm a person when at home and with friends, I cuss a lot. I don't think it's excessive, but I cuss a reasonable amount. Yeah. But there are lots of people who aren't able to <coughs> uh, remove it from their vocabulary when they're in <coughs> professional settings. And yeah. I'm very capable of doing that. Like, it just never <coughs> comes up. It will not come out of my mouth when I'm at work, when I'm dealing with customers, when I'm dealing with any, you know... Supervisor, yeah. actual serious yeah, issue. Yeah, it just it doesn't come up. Like, yeah. So I, I, I could understand in that context where you've been around a lot of people consistently that just have no filter with it. That could be frustrating because yeah. it is. It's just it is really immature and 
it's uh, it's hard to respect somebody who talks like that. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and I, and it's been a regular part of my vocabulary for a long. But time. you don't talk like that with your bosses at work. It depends on the boss I'm talking to. That's fair. Uh, but... I realize, ba- oh shit! <laughs> I realize based on how my other bosses have spoken in the past, and if they freely use it, then I freely use it. If they're more cautious about the language that they use, then I'm not going to use it as often. Yeah. But I'm still not going to refrain from cussing at all. Yeah. I don't. I don't care. It's not a professional thing to me. It's like having tattoos, saying shit like, I, mean, I the, can't cuss at all. You grow up. You know that having using curse words in your vocabulary is actually a uh, sign of intelligence? Yeah. It's I not know. unintelligent to use curse words at all. Of course no, not. No, it's not. But your Bible's not going to fucking tell you that, is it? Her calling it curse words makes me definitely think that she's a religious person. Expletives. If she she called it profanity, then maybe I would think that it's not a... To play devil's advocate here, there is an an argument about using them and any kind of curse like that in moderation to intensify the effect yeah, if you use word, it all the time, it doesn't... It kind of deadens the effect a little bit, but... So, yeah, I get that. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. Ain't it, no damn-ass shit-ass bit. Who it, fucking cares except for you who has this ridiculous opinion? If you're saying fuck every single other word, then yeah, it's gonna get annoying. But it's the same way that, like, saying like every single, like, every other, like, word... Is going to get annoying to me, too. Why, like, are you, like, saying that to, like, me? <laughs> don't, don't throw nothing at me. Fuck. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> Everybody's entitled to their opinion. They have their own views. But I don't I don't get the argument on this one. Do you, it is an unpopular opinion, though, I guess. I mean, yeah. I have no, like, issue with it, generally speaking. But I do think in a professional setting that it's tacky. Sure. To a certain extent, it very much is. Some of these comments are so funny, though. What are people saying? This person said, also, your username is Dingleberry Yum Yum. (laughs) So who's the immature one now? Wow. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) When you say curse words. You can eat ass without saying fuck, okay? (laughs) You're slurping up those dingleberries and saying (laughs) yum yum, but using no curse words. No. Oh, you can't be chewing on the stank fruit <laughs> oh. and right talking about other string. people being fucking immature. Yeah. Man. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's that's so fucking bad. That's hilarious. Dingleberry, you're an idiot. <laughs> you posted this just to piss people you off. Just, yeah, just, you're just trolling people. Sucking on them butt pews like fruit by Wait, the foot. Now I get that term. What term? Trolling. I've never what? I've really never understood it. I know that seems ridiculous. Really? But I've never understood <laughs> So like it's a it's it's a trap. Like it's just Yes. Yeah. You're it's just, a purposeful trap that you do to perpetuate something. To anger people. Yes. Why could no one ever explain that to me like that? Why did you not say you didn't know what it meant before? I have said this several times, many, many times. Have you really? To him. I don't recall this. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's pretty much just for attention. 
I don't know where that originated from. Uh, another comment says, when you say curse words, do you mean like a shaman summoning evil spirits? <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people do that casually. It's <laughs> a good comment. I think we should probably put this in terms that Dingleberry Yum Yum would understand and respect and hopefully appreciate. Um, your mother's a hamster. Your father smelled of elderberries. Mm-hmm. Anything else? No. That's it. And I fart in your general direction. Okay. Your mom's a whore. Your dad's a fucking alcoholic. And I shit on your face. <laughs> he has much, much more impact. All right. Well, <clears throat> that is, unfortunately, the end of our podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> but you have so many other episodes you could listen to that are more or less chaotic than this. It's a reasonable amount in either direction. If you'd like to get a hold of us or... Uh, and just follow us on uh, social media. Instagram is the place to do that. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter, but I don't do any. I haven't done anything with that in like six months. Yeah. Uh, but you can follow both on Bean Dub Pod. I post every single time that we post something on Instagram. And if you want to get a hold of us on our email, it's beandubpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you would be so generous to grace us with a voicemail. You can click on the link at the bottom of every single one of our descriptions, and it'll bring you to a page where you can sign up for an Anchor account. I know. You just got to do it. Yeah. It costs nothing yeah. but a little bit of your time. Yeah. And then you can leave a voice message for us, send it over, and we'll uh, listen to it no Feel matter, free no matter what use. you say. Feel free to use profanities and expletives. Yes. Yeah. Until next time, I won't say next week. Thank you. Love you. Peace out. Good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Looking like a double wide surprise. No. God damn. No.